0: As I've trained myself, when my stomach starts getting that sick, ascetic feeling and the tension creeps through my esophagus into the back of my throat, I breathe in deeply, focus on my heart, and then try to gently observe my surroundings. The ballroom of the landmark Fairmont Copley Hotel in Boston is majestic. The gold pattern renaissance-inspired ceiling seems like an easy three stories high. Exquisitely detailed, patterned sculpted garlands drape the top of the walls like a wedding cake. As I calm a little, I notice the crystal chandeliers that sprinkle down and dance across the room and grease it with the perfect level of light for focus and comfort. The room is covered with a semi-plush red diamond pattern carpet, and the air smells slightly like fresh coffee, the expensive kind, served not in paper but ceramic cups. The beautiful room is brimming with healthcare professionals, mainly physicians, for a publishing conference in a style that only the Harvard Medical School could achieve. I'm guessing about that last part, though, whether Harvard Med does it better, since I have never attended a conference at any medical school, ever. This situation is a curious first for me. With my counseling degree, I am an MA, Master of Arts, in a sea of MDs, Medical Doctors. The catalyst for this registration was a brochure and mention on Twitter by one of the presenters at this esteemed healthcare publishing conference, Dr. Linda Gurgis. Since I was working on a book, I asked her about it. She asked me about my writing. I told her my story and she encouraged me to attend. Maybe she tells that to everyone, but she seemed sincere and very nice. So I registered, flew in from Chicago and showed up. None of that being as easy as as it sounds, of course. Today, this afternoon, is the last of the three-day conference. I've been sitting for two hours at a long linen-covered table in one of the many rows about halfway back from the front, waiting for my number to be called. Kristen, the tall, athletic, sandy-blonde woman next to me, has a growing stack of used tissues wadded up in front of her next to an oversized bottle of hand sanitizer. She struggles to manage the waterfall of mucus flowing from her nose. It's her third day of a miserable cold, but we silently bonded on the first day. During one bad, dripping nose moment, I shyly poured her a glass of water from the icy glass pitcher in front of us. She smiled a little. Even in her misery, she knew I had her back, and today she had mine. The publishing conference finale involves giving a 70-second presentation, a pitch honor projects in front of 350 participants, mainly physicians and a group of 20 judges, comprised of literary agents, publishers, book coaches, and retailers. This is led by Dr. Julie Silver, a professor at the Harvard School of Medicine. I had signed up for this pitch portion of the publishing conference along with 70 other brave participants. I listened as one by one, impressive people gave their impressive pitches about their books. There's a president's physician who has worked for more than two administrations in the White House, a neurologist and a professor from the Harvard Medical School. Deans and other faculties of Ivy League medical schools and all other medical schools on both coasts and in the middle of the United States. Best-selling book authors with sequels to important health books. I waited and waited for my number to be called. What am I doing here? What was I thinking? I'm signing up for this. Finally, when number eight is called, I stand up and stride to the front of the room and stand on deck with the other presenters who join me in a small group hug. It wasn't only the world's worst, most intense fear, public speaking, kicking in for me. I was describing a book on the most horrible and potentially shaming event in my life. My name is called. I stuck across the front of the stage. Not that I felt confident. I hope that walking hard will grip my high heels into the floor and help me not trip. I lock on the side of the podium. Take three steps up, adjust the microphone for my tall body, and I'm given the signal. I am frozen on the inside, my brain. I can feel the attention of the room warm on my face.